Well, uh, this morning, Mom and I got into an argument about, uh, well, not an argument, but we had a discussion about how this reading, uh, how this, what the meaning behind this reading, and whether it really happened. It's the first reading from the book of Jonah, right? It's kind of, kind of fantastic and amazing. Um, my opinion is that it's, it's more of a, uh, a fictional prophecy than a historical fact, okay? Um, but there's a, there's a great commentary on this from a book by uh, Brant Petrie called The Case for Jesus. It's a, it's a good kind of apologetical book about, uh, you know, the fact that the events of the gospel really did historically happen, right? The, the resurrection wasn't just a myth. Our whole faith is founded on the resurrection, right? So the, the story of Jonah is cited by Jesus himself as being one of the prophecies that speaks about him, right? So what's really interesting is this uh, comment that Bram Petrie makes in that book about the, uh, the prayer of Jonah from the inside of the belly of the whale. You know, and he says, which I totally agree with, when I grew up, I heard this story, and I always imagined Jonah sitting inside there alive, right? <laughs> and he says, when you read, when you read the, the prayer carefully, you realize that he's probably not considered alive by the Jews or by the, whoever wrote this book. He says, I called to the Lord from my distress, and he answered me, out of the belly of Sheol I cried. Sheol is the place of the dead that we might call like the holding place where all of those who died before the time of Christ kind of were there waiting, right? I think, I think that's the, the way that uh, Benedict Sixteenth explains it, right? A place where people are kept, where souls live while they're waiting. You know, Adam and Eve were in shale waiting for, for God to, to redeem them, to save them, to pull them out, right? Um, in some translations, you'll, they'll translate it as hell, right, or Hades. Maybe that comes from, like, the Greek translation or something like that. But it's, uh, uh, it's, it's not necessarily, like, the place of condemnation, the place of waiting, right? So Jonah is, is calling out from the depths calling out from the place of the dead for God to save him. And uh, I, you know, doing a little research this morning as we were having that discussion, <laughs> I, I found a few, several psalms, which you've probably heard before, which, are, which say kind of the same thing, right? From the depths of the pit, I cry to you, you know, God's waves have swept over me. Um, it's, it's like expressions of despair or expressions of having lost your life or the fear of losing your life. And, uh, and when you look at it in that perspective, it becomes even more a prophecy of Jesus. It becomes even more beautifully an expression of what happened with Christ, that who actually did die and did go into the, the depths, the holding place of the dead. Um, during the spiritual exercises that I've been directing, that I gave twice this year, um, I love, one of my favorite meditations is the one right after the crucifixion and death of Christ. So you do a whole meditation on his death, and then we gather for the next meditation, and uh, I was able to do this whole reflection of that scene. What happened to Jesus' soul after he died? You know, he went straight down into the place of the dead. And, and there's these beautiful um, depictions in art of Christ at that moment, where he, you know, in, uh, in ancient Greek art in the church, they would... Uh, they, they show like this chasm uh, and, and a cross. The cross is like a bridge going across the chasm. And Jesus is walking 
on the cross and reaching out and there's this old man with white hair who represents Adam and his wife Eve beside him and he's pulling Adam by the hand out of this, out of this pit, right? So that's, that's a beautiful meditation on what Jesus was doing while his body was being buried in the tomb on earth. You know, he's going down and rescuing them, taking them out, taking them up to heaven. Uh, it's a really, really beautiful meditation to do. So um, all of this is a foreshadowing of Christ because even after death, even after being swallowed by the whale, there's this prayer of hope that I feel like that's, that's what we read in the psalm today, the canticle of Jonah in the whale. Um, I, think, I think the translation that I found this morning says, uh, I am driven away from your sight, yet I will look on your holy temple again. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. So it's like, even as I'm losing my life, I have hope. Right? And that's, that's Christ. Even when he loses his life, that's where the greatest hope resides. So let us ask Christ for that grace to hold on to our hope and to appreciate the great gift he's given us of our redemption, of having saved us through his, his death and his resurrection.